Praise God. The title of my message tonight is A Visitation of God's Glory. It's my conviction that God wants to give us a visitation of His glory and His presence as individuals, as families, and also as the church body. Praise the Lord that God would, uh, you know, is give us, praise God, align us with His divine order that we can receive and be recipients of a greater glory. What I believe is rooted in God's Word. In Joel 2.28, he talks about in the last days the Spirit of God will be poured out upon uh, in all people, praise God. And then uh, uh, Jesus said, you, you're going to receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you, praise God, the glory. Praise God, that the presence of God. And then they were filled with the Spirit. And then also in Acts 2, 16 and 17, he talks about in the last days, he said, this is that. In the last days, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men dream dreams. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, give me a dream, Lord. Anyways, and, uh, you know, the pouring out the Spirit on the handmaids, you know, that God is going to just uh, visit, praise the Lord, us. And Haggai uh, 2.9 tells us that the, the latter rain is going to be greater than the former rain, praise the Lord, in the house of the Lord. And so, uh, you know, and it is founded on God's grace because everything, everything that we receive is because of the grace of God. Remember, grace is the unmerited favor of God. We don't deserve it. But also remember that grace is also the power and the presence and the blessing that God bestows upon us. Amen. Glory is God's promise of his radiant presence, whether seen or unseen. The blessings of God and the fruitfulness of ministry are a result of God's presence upon us. What we are going to see God doing in and through our lives is simply going to be because of the glory, praise God, that he has manifested in our lives, praise God, and throughout the world. Because I know that you are hungry, amen, for a visitation of God's glory. Let's look at some of the biblical concepts, praise God, that are concerning God's glory. First of all, God desires, praise God, to manifest his glory in our lives. He desires to manifest his glory in our lives and among his people. Isaiah 61 and 2. Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and the deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Praise God. Hallelujah. As a young person, I heard people say, preachers say, that God would not share his glory with another person, amen, other than themselves. Now we know Praise God that God's transcendent glory and there's a transcendence glory. One, praise God, is the otherness of God that he shares with nobody. He is almighty God. He is Jehovah. Praise God. And uh, he, is, he is everything. But also there's uh, the glory that God, amen, shares. But anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Isaiah prophesies, prophecy does emphasize God's refusal to share his glory with another. But Hey Amen. We have to define what another is. Isaiah 4, 28, 42, 8, praise God, says, I am the Lord. 
that is my name and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to graven images. God is <laughs> against sharing his glory with his enemies. He will not allow his glory to be compromised or accompanied in by other gods or demon deities. But in contrast, amen, we have God's heart, God's heart concerning the church revealed in Jesus' prayer in John 17, 22. The glory which, amen, you, the glory which you, or which Father, the glory which you, Father, gave me, I have given them, amen. He has given them, that is reference to his disciples, but it's a reference to all people who receive Jesus as their Savior. So he's saying, praise God, the glory which I have given you, amen, I gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. Christ's desire is to give us his glory, amen, hallelujah, and his presence in our lives, that we might enjoy God's presence in a greater way. We should expect, amen, we're in the last days. So we should expect God's glory and believe him for it. We expect a visitation of God's glory. And we believe God, amen, for a visitation of God's glory. Secondly, God's glory is associated with worship and those who fill his house with praise pave the way for his glory. When we Praise the Lord, amen. We pave the way for his glory. God's word plainly showed that the, God's glory was manifested when his priorities and patterns of worship were honored by his people. And he raised up the court all around the tabernacle and the altar. And he hung up the screen of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tabernacle of the meeting because of the Lord, amen. The cloud rested above it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle, amen. That's in Exodus 40, 33 through 35. That is in what Moses encountered. Amen. The, Lord, the glory of the Lord filled the place. Second Chronicles 5, 13 and 14, Solomon's temple. And it came to pass when the trumpeters, singers were as one. Praise God. Amen. God pours out his spirit. Amen. Just like the beard. Aaron, praise God. He blesses his people and pours out the oil as we are in unity. Amen. But as the singers, as one, make a one sound to be heard, praising. When we make one sound, when we all come together, praising the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. In unity, make the sound to be heard, praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with trumpets, cymbals, and instruments of music, and praise the Lord, saying, for he is good, 
For his mercy endures forever. That the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the priests, amen, could not continue ministering because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord filled the house. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll take that kind of glory being manifested. Amen. God, Lord, your glory, praise God, can supersede anything that we are doing. Praise God. You can interrupt anything you can want. Praise God. As you pour out your glory on us as a church and in his house. When worship is full hearted, biblical, and Holy Spirit ignited. Amen. Hallelujah. God will glorify his house. Isaiah 67 and also verse 13. I will glorify the house of my glory. Amen. This is the house of the Lord. Amen. We are God's people. I will glorify the house of my glory. Amen. God. Amen. This is God's house. Amen. This is God's place. And, and his glory is here. Amen. So I will glorify the house of my glory. In other words, going to praise God, pour out some glory on the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. And I will make the place of my feet glorious. In short, when God's people worship God humbly, honestly, and obediently according to his word, he will respond with a distinct show of his presence. Amen. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Amen. God is looking for a people who wants to show forth glory, praise God, unto God's glory, does not always mean a visible vision or a manifestation of power. The word glory, amen, in the Hebrew means weight. God's glory in a place is something forceful, weighty, and mighty in the spiritual realm. People can sense it. People can recognize it. People can know, amen. Remember, we praise him until a spirit of worship comes on us. We worship him until the glory. May I encourage you that not every time we sing a chorus that we need to applaud and clap and get all excited and emotional. Because the last one that was given this morning, I wanted to linger in the glory. There's times when we have thanked him and praised him. There's times when we have worshiped him. And then he just wants to pour out his glory. He just wants to manifest his glory in our midst. Amen. Hallelujah. That we can sense that weightier presence of God. Now people have sat in my ministry for a long time. They understand this. You know, I've taught a lot on this. Praise God. But... Um, the, God's glory in this place is forceful, is weighty, and mighty in the spiritual realm, and we sense it. Men and women 
are created to know the presence of God's glory. Mankind not only needs forgiveness of sin, but the fulfillment that sin deprives them of. Adam and Eve before the fall were clothed in the splendor of God's presence. Thus the first couple's sudden awareness had less to do with nudity and more to do with the sense that the glory of the Lord had departed from their lives. Boy, I never want that. Fallen man has to do with the absence of God's glory. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen? Hallelujah. We need the weight of God's glory added to our lives. And we're not talking about just in church. Amen, I'm probably getting ahead of myself. But we're talking about that weightier presence of God in our lives, the glory. When the glory falls, amen, it's a visitation of God. Wherever we go, there's going to be a sense of God's glory upon our lives. We're going to rise and shine for the light has come because the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. Amen. That, that, that everyone knows that we have had a visitation of God's glory in our lives. We need that way. Thus we need, you know, so man pursues reputation, acceptance, possessions, education, fame, and fortune. Something that we might glory in. Oh, look at the degrees I got, or look at the job I got, or look at the house I live in, or, or etc. You know, Christ is the only way that we can find glory or weight in our lives. He is the fountainhead. Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Another one talks about the, the you know, the glory in earthen vessels. The presence of God, amen, is in us, amen, in earthen vessels, his glory. Substitutes become gods that hold no weight and provide no abiding glory. The only goal that will grant the full desire of weight for substance to our lives is to become clothed again in the glory of God. Thirdly, God's glory must be entertained. That is, honored so as not to be lost. Honored so not to be lost. Hallelujah. Once we experience that glory, and are experiencing that glory and that manifestation of God's glory and God's presence in our lives, amen. Hallelujah, that's something we need to honor. We don't want to lose that. We must welcome his workings in our hearts and homes and our congregation just as we would a beloved guest. We welcome his presence. We welcome the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Every single day that we get up, once we have our, you know, the glory of God, wait, the weightier presence of God is upon our lives. <coughs> when, when we wake up in the morning, we have a sense of God's glory. When we witness to somebody, 
Amen. We know the glory is on us. Amen. Hallelujah. When we have a need and we petition God, amen, we know, amen, that there's an answer because of the glory and the presence of God that resides on us. Glory is a portion of those who glorify Him in true worship. We must worship Him in spirit and truth. Amen. Worship Him from a heart with a childlike first love, like He talked about this morning. Neglect, sophistication, and a dull habit will diminish the glory. To whatever degree the will of the flesh or the pride of human heart persists in its own way. <laughs> Amen. It will diminish when we want our way and to do our thing rather than be obedient to God and do his thing and worshiping him. Samson is a perfect example of one who entertained the glory of God but did not honor it. Samson, amen, after his carnal indulgence and surrender to Deliah's connivings, we find his head shorn of his hair. The glory offered to God through obedience was gone. And the glory that was, amen, invited upon his life through obedience, resulting in excelling strength and ability was gone with it. What a sad story. The word says in Judges 16.20, and Deliah said, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep. And we know, he said, I will go out as before in other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. God's gift of unique blessing upon Samson was entertained by his continuing his vow to walk in God's way. The continued glory of God in our lives and upon our lives, amen, that we experience is going to be, praise God, for continuing to walk in his principles and his ways. The double tragedy was not only did he lose God's presence, but worse, he didn't recognize that it was gone. Until his enemies came after him. Praise the Lord. We're going to make sure. Amen. I entertain God's glory, honor God's glory. Praise God. Amen. In order to maintain the glory of God in our lives and our church, we will have to let God reprove us from time to time. Because many a times, when I have experienced the weight of presence of God and the visitation of God's glory and God's presence in our midst, in services and, and, and at other times, and by myself where I have had a, a visitation of the glory of God and sensed the glory of God upon my lives, my life, he spoke to me. This isn't what I want. This is not what I want you to do. This is what I, not what I want you to be. You need to change. I don't care how long you've been serving God. 
Amen. The Word tells us when we look into the mirror of God's Word and we see ourselves in the reflection and the revelation of Jesus Christ, we are changed from glory to glory by His Spirit. We're like stars that, that shine, the Word says, shines brighter and brighter. And as long <coughs> as I'm serving the Lord, amen, my light should shine better. <laughs> the glory of the Lord should be more evident in my life. Any style of worship can become habitual, ritualized, and tinny instead of fresh, wholehearted, and vibrant. Our hearts can become as hardened to the presence of God as they can against it. We cannot be deceived into thinking, now listen to this, we cannot be deceived into thinking growth verifies congregation's righteousness. Oh, we, uh, we have our people here. We don't have hundreds or thousands or whatever. Praise God. But just because a church is large doesn't mean that church is righteous. And there are churches that are spirit-filled, preaching the gospel, moving in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And the people are seeking to be holy. But, you know, that does not mean that just because they're big, they're righteous. Prosperity is God's seal of approval. In other words, some people think because they're prospering that they're all right. I told you a story about Wayne. Made a quarter of a million dollars a year, took me out to go to the gym with him and, and uh, meet all this big uh, uh, money people, rich people at Bangor, Maine, and took me out and got me a steak and everything. He went to the, he went to the bank, and when he went to the bank, he, he, uh, he, he got $1,000, wrapped it up and wadded it up and put it in his pocket. That's pocket change. And we got in a conversation on the way to Bangor. Because of his prosperity, he thought he was all right. And what I said, the Holy Spirit gave me the scripture, the goodness of the Lord leadeth to repentance. Prosperity, you know, is not a seal of God's approval. This is a delusion. Well-managed churches and business can be successful without God. But without God... The day will come, like Samson, when nothing will happen. Glory does not reside in systems or structures, but in our simple dependence upon God. Hallelujah. That's why we seek the glory. That's why we want the glory. That's why we want a visitation of God's presence in our lives. Because we recognize, God, we need you. Our dependence is on you. Amen. And your presence. Thank you, Jesus. So, we need to recognize God's desire to manifest His presence in our lives. And we also need to realize that worship, amen, fills the house, praise God, paves the way for the glory of God. When we praise Him and we worship Him, amen, that's when we can experience and have the glory of God 
upon our lives, upon our church. Amen. Hallelujah. That we go out of here, praise God, realizing that the glory of God rests upon us, that weightier presence. Amen. That we, praise God, arise, shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. Amen. Hallelujah. Worship paves the way. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you can, God, the word tells us that when two or three are gathered together, he's in the, he, his presence is in the midst of us. But his, he can be here, but you, but you might not be, experience his manifest presence. He can be here, praise God, and you get nothing out of a service. But when you and I pave the way for, and worship the Lord, amen, Hallelujah. And we're not just looking for a blessing tonight. We're not just looking for, to experience the glory of the Lord and the presence of the Lord tonight. Amen. We're looking for the glory of the Lord to be poured out on us. Amen. That in, our, in church and in our families and, and wherever we're at, praise God, that that glory, amen, rests upon us and the light of God shines through our lives and other people are touched by God. Amen. But then, lastly, God's glory must be entertained. Amen. Help us to honor God's glory with our lives through obedience, through surrender. Amen. Through the giving of our hearts and giving of our lives to the Lord. Amen. And you know what? Really, isn't that what God really wants? He wants our heart. Amen. He wants our love. God created us. Amen. He, he created us for him to have pleasure. But how does he create us to have pleasure? Amen. For us to worship him and to love him and to exalt him. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to visit his people in Selbyville, Delaware. Amen. Amen. He wants to visit us in a great way. Amen. That the glory of the Lord, amen, is upon us. Amen. And when people come into the church and we come in contact with people, that they know that the light has come because the glory is upon our lives. They walk into this door, praise God. And I, we have enjoyed in our past ministry here where a lot of them, you people, wasn't, Involved, but there's several here tonight that were here. But I tell you what, praise God, because of Ruth and Miss Miss Thornton and and Doc and and uh, Miss Rosa and Miss Chris and Helen Lynch, praise God, and and Helen Andrews and Shirley Griffin, praise God, and Miss Timmons and the Wilsonses and Al Alberta Watson and praise God, Evelyn Connor. And uh, I can, uh, praise God, go on and on. Amen. These people, amen, hallelujah, they were here when the glory of God was so strong that that demon-possessed person went to the altar, amen, and got right with God. But that's the glory, amen, hallelujah, that God, amen, we have gone through a lot as individuals, We've gone through a lot as a church, praise God. Amen. But we, amen, 
God has positioned every single one of you to be here, amen, to be a part of that former reign, the glory of God being poured out upon us and upon our church. He that believeth, out of him shall flow rivers of living water. And he that believes, amen, in the glory, believes in that weightier presence, believes, amen, as we worship the Lord and pave the way, amen, that the glory of the Lord is going to be manifested in a greater way, amen, in these latter days that we are going to experience it, not just all over the world, praise God, but in our lives, in our church, amen, the power of God is going to be so strong, amen, that lives are going to be touched in church and out of church because the glory of God is upon you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And we gotta, we got to honor that glory. Amen. With our lives. We cannot allow us to be deceived. Amen. We cannot allow ourselves, praise God, to be, um, you know, walk outside of, you know, His presence and, and, and not uh, live in obedience to Him. Trust Him for what he's going to do and believe. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Recognize it. Amen. The desire of God. Recognize that worship paves the way. Recognize, amen, that we cherish the glory. We cherish God's presence more than anything else. Praise God. That's why David said, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me because it was the spirit of the Lord Amen. And worship that David missed in his life when he made his mistake. Praise God. And God reconciled him. And he then, it was a horrible thing he did. Amen. But the grace of God, God's forgiveness, amen, is new every morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I worship you. Almighty God, there is none like you. I worship you, O Prince of Peace. That is what I long to do. I give you praise, for you are my righteousness. I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. I worship you. O Prince of Peace, that is what I long to do. I give you praise, for you are my righteousness. I worship you, O mighty God, there is none like you. Let there be glory.
and honor and praises, glory and honor to Jesus, glory and honor, glory and honor and praise. Let there be glory and honor and praises, glory and honor to Jesus, glory and honor, glory and honor to Him. Hallelujah. complete 
As I sit at his feet, sweet spirit, sweep over my soul. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you tonight, Jesus. I exalt you tonight, Jesus. I glorify your name, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you tonight, Lord. We give you glory tonight, Jesus. Hallelujah. We desire, amen, praise God, a visitation of your weightier presence and your glory upon us, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Lift them up, Jesus. Lift your people up tonight. You're the glory, and you are the lifter of our heads, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are the glory. You are the lifter of our heads. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. <clears throat> Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. Yeah, sing it. Love. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea Heard my despairing cry from the waters lifted me now safe am I love lifted me love lifted me lifted me Love lifted me, love lifted me, when lifted me. Oh, I got messed up, didn't I? Praise God, but he still lifted us. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? What? Yes, you sure can. Praise the Lord. The Lord says tonight, have I not commanded you to love one another? Mm -hmm. Have I not commanded you to not have any other gods before me? Have I not commanded you to be holy? Yeah. Have I not commanded you to keep holy what is holy? Mm -hmm. Have I not commanded you not to be unequally yoked? 
have not commanded you to love me with your entire heart, have I not commanded you to be a living sacrifice, have I not commanded you to be a light unto the world, as I am in preparation of return to be united with my beloved, Yes. Break the yokes that bind you to sin in any form mm-hmm. as you strive for mm-hmm. holiness. Mm-hmm. You have been sent, my son, to show you the way, and my ways, for as they are not easily understood. I also sent my Holy Spirit to guide, to encourage, and help each of you as you prepare. For I am the great I am, the same always, and your Lord and Savior. I love you, my children. Amen. Praise God. If we do all that, we'll usher in the glory. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, praise God. I'm happy. I'm free. Ah, Praise God. I enjoy ministering, but I enjoy being retired, too. Ah, praise God. Sally and I have laughed more since we've been retired than we have for years. But she makes me laugh. But I made her laugh today. I got, I got her going today. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good. Amen. I'm so happy, and here's the reason why. Jesus took my burdens all away. Now I'm king. Let's go by. Jesus took my burdens all away. Once my heart was heavy with a load of sin. Jesus took my load and gave me peace within. And now, now I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I'm so, we're going to sing this and we're going to go, amen. Praise God. You know, let's understand something. I'm ministering on Sunday night. I'm in no hurry. I come here to minister. Praise God. If you, you know, we're, we're you know, you know, why, you know why I sang some courses? Because you need to get in the presence of God. You don't get in? That's your problem. <laughs> Praise God. What's that song? Oh, my. Step into the water. Dig a little bit deeper. Step into the water of God's love. Of God's love. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. I want to be like Ezekiel. Amen. I don't want just ankle deep. I don't want just knee deep. Praise God. I want to swim in the river. Praise God. Amen. You know, well, praise the Lord. You know, I know, I, I, you, know, I know you guys are swimming. Jan, would you close? <laughs> 